Year number 11 of this show, Jerry. How about it? Sean, I have, have I been in the league 11 years? I don't even <laughs> remember that time going by. But uh, good to be on with you guys. And uh, I sure enjoyed seeing you there at uh, training camp and and just enjoying the, the feeling of being there at uh, that Nobu sitting right there by that ocean and, and uh, kind of remembering some of the great stories of cowboy teams of the past when they went out to Thousand Oaks and uh, the entire thing for me was just a time of uh, a little bit of reflection because we saw how important it was to us the year before when we didn't get to do that, both yeah. from our fan standpoint and, well, as just our own attitude. Absolutely, and uh, you've been very vocal about it and very emotional over football returning. Jerry, how do you think things have gone with the COVID cloud of what we did in Oxnard, now coming back to Frisco, and we know that more players were put in the protocol yesterday. How, how do you think things have gone for you in the league despite you know having to deal with this? Well, I think the league, uh, which includes obviously your Cowboys, but uh, uh, our approach has been very successful relative to preseason. And uh, we our protocols uh, fit the conditions of today. Uh, every team, of course, will uh, conform to what the local or state uh, protocols are. And uh, whatever they are, they are. But in general, what's different this year is the vaccine. And the vaccine has removed any uh, uh, realistic uh, concern about the teams uh, competing uh, are the teams competing before a full house of uh, football fans. Uh, so that's the difference. Uh, last year was certainly a, a lot more than practice, but last year was an exercise that all the teams went through, the league went through. Uh, it was very successful. Your Cowboys were, in terms of attendance, the most successful of all. And we'll uh, uh, remember and use what we learned last year, and then we will... Uh, obviously uh, use that and the fact that we have this vaccine available. Our our team is, for all practical purposes, uh, totally vaccine. I think there's, uh, as of this morning, there may be uh, uh, four or five of our players that haven't received their full dose or, or inoculated dose, of, if that's the term, of uh, uh, the vaccine. All of our staff have and, uh, of course, we're experiencing to some degree what a lot of people are. You can uh, catch the virus uh, having been vaccinated. You can catch it having been vaccinated and had the virus. Uh, but it's just not as severe and as threatening this time around. Jerry, what do you say to the players who have said, Cole Beasley being one, this isn't fair, the NFL is kind of forcing us to do this? How do you weigh you know, the personal choice we all have uh, with the league and, and your approach for those who, who, who haven't wanted to get vaccinated? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't really say anything here. Uh, to me, uh, this is a team game. We rely on each other to play. We rely on each other to win. Uh, we have to have each other. There's 11 guys out there at any one time to be tried about it. And uh, uh, you have to count on the other guy being available. 
and you certainly don't want to be doing anything that causes your teammates to not be available. All of that comes to the uh, same conclusion uh, as far as what you've agreed to be as far as a player, be a part of a team. Uh, uh, you check out the door, so to speak. It's about we. Then all of that has an answer. Now, everyone has a right to make their own decisions regarding their health and their body. Uh, I believe in that completely. Uh, until your decision as to yourself impacts negatively many others, then the common good takes over. And I'm arm-waving here, but uh, that has everything to do with the way I look at our team, the Cowboys, or the way I look at our society. Uh, we have got to check eye at the door and go forward with we. Uh, you Dallas Cowboys are doing that. Jerry Jones joining us here, 105.3 The Fan. All right, so a little bit of football, actual on-the-field stuff, or I guess not on the field because he hasn't really been on the field. Uh, but Dak Prescott, the arm injury. Where would he have to be in his recovery uh, for you to be nervous about game one and week one and his status and availability? I wouldn't be nervous this morning as to where he is in his recovery. He's there. Uh, and uh, uh, I'd like for him to have this week of practice just to uh, uh, get ready to play Tampa. But, of course, we've got, uh, what, two and a half weeks or two weeks. But uh, the bottom line is he's there. And uh, uh, everything that we're doing to uh, uh, mitigate uh, any uh, uh, needless as far as uh, what it gains us, everything we can do to uh, be extra uh, careful about uh, uh, any uh, issues he has uh, are just not worth the gain out here at practice to uh, not give him the rest. And that's not uncommon. That's very common for pulls, muscle pulls, soft tissue type injuries to uh, give it some rest. And uh, so that's what we're doing. Uh, when he wants to right now, he can let it go. And um, does in those uh, that uh, some a lot of those exercises that he does, uh, as well as actually throwing the ball, uh, that'll uh, that'll increase as uh, each day goes by, each practice goes by, uh, that'll increase as we go toward Tampa. Jerry, do you think any part of the injury was maybe compensating uh, for his ankle, just kind of relearning how to throw and use his lower body? Uh, I don't know about that. I think that it was a, a single. Uh, uh, incident. I don't believe it was a, a compounding of a lot of throws with his arm, which he's been doing all spring. I don't believe that was the case at all. I think uh, uh, he just was uh, uh, torqued or his situation was right to uh, basically make that kind of throw, and certainly it was one that required uh, everything he had, and he might have gotten a little more arm in it and a little less uh, hip and a little less body in it, and uh, uh, consequently had a pull. It's interesting to note, though, that uh, if he had had to, he could have uh, finished a game. Could have finished, and if he had to, he could have gone out, in my mind, the next week and play. But since we're uh, over 17 games away from potentially even being in the playoff, and hopefully several games in the playoff, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, 
just slightly evaluating it says give it a little rest. Jerry Jones here with Sean and RJ kicking off uh, season number 11 with the Cowboys owner and GM on 105.3 The Fan. Final Dak question, Jerry. Do you have concern after the Tampa game of the the wear and tear or how much he'll be able to practice uh, given that he's been off basically for a year and until the offseason? Is there more of a question of how Dak will be feeling throughout the season while, while, while maintaining and monitoring this? Yeah, I thought uh... Uh, I would say 100% of any uh, uh, type of restriction that he's uh, having right now in his routine, 100% is about uh, uh, later in the season. Uh, I have no compunction about him going out there and playing against Tampa Mm -hmm. uh, or, for that matter, playing early. I just want to do everything we can so that there are no issues as we go on through the season because we didn't give it a little rest in the offseason. Sure. Jerry, how solid do you feel about the backup quarterback spot? Things seemed to reopen up the other day with how Cooper Rush played. Uh, how, how are you guys feeling about that backup spot right now? Well, it, uh, you know, you just – at the end of the day, in this case, if you're feeling real good about one and he's a backup uh, and you feel good about the availability of your first one, uh, that's about as good as it gets when you're spending what we're spending uh, for our, our quarterback position. You look around the league and most clubs don't break the bank at backup quarterback when you've got uh, the premium player we have at quarterback. Uh, that leaves you a little uh, vulnerable uh, when your uh, main guy isn't in there to be trite. Uh, but uh, uh, we had it backed up last year, the best that I've ever seen. Uh, and uh, uh, we uh, it, it didn't work for us. We lost Dak, and we still, uh, our backup quarterback had issues of availability. Andy Dalton. And uh, I, I don't believe in my time that we've been in the shape we were in there with a backup quarterback, and we still didn't have the year we wanted to have, obviously, to be trite. So no matter what you put there, doesn't necessarily uh, have the results that you want. Mm -hmm. That's no basis of making a decision and doing the very best you can do at backup quarterback. Uh, It's great, though, to have a quarterback, for instance, in Cooper Rush, that understands the game. We can do everything. We can do our complete portfolio uh, as far as our offense is concerned with Cooper Rush. Uh, he's, it's a little different, but uh, still uh, uh, we can do everything. That's good. I've seen the time when the backup quarterback didn't allow you to do everything you wanted to do. So uh, uh, that's, that's really good there. We, we'll see how this game uh, checks out with the competition here, and uh, then we'll make a decision. This weekend. Jerry, Micah Parsons seems every bit as good as advertised. Uh, Jabril Cox is getting, you know, rave reviews. That's a crowded room. Where does that leave Jalen Smith on the depth chart? Well, uh, one of the things that you always see at the linebacker position and you see in your players is that uh, the word availability really steps up there. Uh, That's a space. Uh, contact position, and you hit on the run, and you hit with a lot of implosion. Uh, 
and so uh, you have uh, you have the uh, uh, injury, you have the uh, lack of availability going for you there. Uh, we know that we think Vanderesh is an outstanding uh, uh, player. Uh, he's in his prime because of his experience now and his knowledge, and he played lights out the other night. And so we want him uh, to have the season that he's capable of having and be available for that. But we know that uh, things can happen. We've seen it happen. And so if we're going to be uh, in numbers, if we were going to be in numbers, especially in quality, uh, that's the position to do it. Uh, I think it's unique that we're basically taking people that have actually played safety before and bringing them down into the linebackers. So a guy like Vanderish, his ability to cover the ground, his range, his his length, his ability to what he can do in the passing game, plus his uh, accomplished play in the running game, gives us a heck of a player there to go with some young players, including Parson, uh, that really give us a position of strength there. And we're building about it. Our, our defense is going to really take advantage of the fact that we've got uh, – uh, a handful or more of outstanding players there in that position. We'll do some things that's a little unconventional in there. Now let's get to the fun stuff. I think the number one moment of Hard Knocks so far has been you eating breakfast with the uh, salt shaker. Uh, what type of reaction did you get to that, and what have been your favorite moments of Hard Knocks? Well, I've had a lot of kidding, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they put that salt shaker on tables for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. You don't have to reach up there and ground it. But uh, uh, and and for whatever the reason, I was either not paying attention or uh, I thought it wasn't coming out and it was coming out. But uh, uh, frankly, I don't remember those bites being too salty. But uh, uh, I've had a lot of advice on my, what I ingest relative to uh, what's best for me, and uh, I agree with everybody. Uh, too much salt is not good. <laughs> Believe it or not, uh, in my early uh, time, especially in sports, right at the drinking fountain in my dressing room when I was in high school, as well as in most of college, we did not have water or we did not have liquids at practice what? in two a days of August. And what you had when you did come to the dressing room, you reached up and got a handful of salt tablets. And just, just I mean, like, eat 20 salt tablets right before you went out to practice. <laughs> and so uh, uh, things do, do change. Now, uh, I probably could have jumped another fence or two to get to my age right now if I hadn't had those salt tablets. <laughs> That's a good. That's a, I think that's a good uh, excuse for the cardiologist when he calls you after seeing that Jerry Jones here on 105.3 The Fan. The- my, my family, my aunt. <laughs> Margaret came up to me about five or ten years after I had the Cowboys, and and she uh, the visibility involved with that she hadn't been used to, but we'd have we've had family reunions at our preseason games, and she comes up, and I've got about twenty aunts and uncles, and she said, Jerry, the family's worried about you. I said, Well, Aunt Margaret, why? She said, We think maybe you're drinking a little too much. <laughs> Said, well, what makes you think that? She said, I don't know. So we just kind of get the idea from we're maybe seeing more of you than we used to because of the Cowboys. But uh, you need to really watch that. Said, you know, it killed your Uncle Joe, her husband. 
I said, well, Aunt Margaret, he was 90 years old. She said, yeah, but drinking finally got him at 90. Well, my point is, well, if I can be like Uncle Joe when I'm 90, I'm going to have another Jack Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is is what we have involved for Jerry Joe's right here on The Fan. All right, before we let you go, I want you to set us up for this uh, Jerry Jones Classic. It's airing on the NFL Network. Your love of this level of football, we see you at a different game, you know, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, doesn't matter. And I want to know the best high school player or players that you ever played against or saw. The best, the best high school player that Jerry Jones ever saw and set us up for this broadcast. Well, uh, uh, there's no biasness here in the land of football for Jerry Jones. But the best competitor that I've ever been down and saw inside was my grandson, John Stephen Jones, who won two state championships on teams that won two, was the quarterback over at Highland Park. And um, I thought I wanted it a little bit. I thought Stephen wanted it a little bit. Uh, But that guy wants it a lot, and I hope he's on the field here uh, against Ole Miss. He plays at Arkansas, and I hope he's on the field for – uh, some time this year, but uh, uh, certainly I'm biased when I've uh, uh, looked at uh, his career. Uh, but I've uh, uh, had the opportunity to look back and see some great players uh, by virtue of evaluating players over the last thirty-something years with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we do and can go to high school tape and uh, uh, and see players play. But I think probably the best player as a young player with a shot of film was uh, Gail Sayers. And he, uh, when you saw him and what he did, it changed the way that you would think about a running back. Uh, And it was amazing. He was there at Kansas. And uh, I'll never forget Barry Switzer tells the story. He went up and scouting as a young coach, he scouted for, at that time, the Arkansas Razorbacks, and he came back and he said to everybody, I've seen the future. Mm. I've seen what it's going to be like to play football. Gail Sayers, Kansas. Wow. The Jerry Jones Classic is airing this weekend on the NFL Network, presented by Whataburger. Uh, Episode one, uh, show number one, you gave us a great one. Thank you for having us out in California, and we look forward to another great year with you. Good to have you back, Jerry. We've got, let me say this real quick, grab this next event. Uh, We did a little time in helicopter, and uh, these helicopters like to scare me to death doing this episode as we were going out to the stadium the other day. So watch for helicopter. There could be something uh, coming out. I got so close. Anyway. For tonight, for tonight, Hard Knocks. For Hard Knocks, yes. Wow, look okay. at that. And he gave us a tease for tonight. Thank you, Jerry. We look forward to watching it. Bye. There he is, Jerry Jones.